Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Old School on a Wednesday, and we got a good one for you. So buckle in and let's uh, let's talk a little football. Uh, Coach Wilhite, will you bring in our special guest? Oh, my guy, Nick Gates, 68. What's up, big fella? What's up, guys? How you doing? Doing well, man. How you doing? Not too bad. Just uh, out here in Dallas training right now. So about to head to Washington. Well, so, Nick, uh, my, D.C. is my home. D.C. Is, is, is where I was born and raised, and I, I cut my teeth in that organization. I will text you privately and give you all the hookups for food, uh, all the safe places for you to go. <laughs> we'll get you fed. Yeah, we'll get you fed for sure. <laughs> Don't worry. Perfect. Yeah, I need all the food spots. <laughs> I, I was just about to say he's probably going to take you up on that one. Hey, hey, I'm going to hook him up. I'm going to hook him up. And those are good folks. Um, uh, Jen King will be out there. Jen King's one of my people. Uh, she's, of course, in, in, in the backfield. Those are my folks. So we'll take care of you. Um, what led to the, the, the move? Why the choice? And, and how did the Washington situation come, come into play? Yeah, they just uh, they showed the most interest and, you know, uh, gave me the most money. So, I was, you know, just, you know, really didn't have any other choice kind of thing. So it was nice to, you know, have a better team that wanted me. So, was, yeah, that's kind of how it happened. In that's in division in conference, you're familiar, right? So you this mm-hmm. is you're not going into strange territory, and you get to talk about it because you had to play against the group that was defined as Washington's best in that defensive line. That's an elite group. Um, what what? Let's talk about some of those teammates that you're gonna you know now you're gonna get to practice against every day with guys like uh, Deron Payne and and Chase and et cetera. Yeah, Jonathan Allen. Yeah, those guys. They're a they're a good group up front. You know, they're gonna be good. To, good for me. Go against in practice every day, day out. You know, so they're uh, they're good players. You know, they uh, we play against them twice a year, and you know they're always a tough uh, a tough line or a tough uh, you know game for us up front usually when we play them. Let's go back in 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 history because I always the first time we get folks on, I like to ask them about why they chose Nebraska. How did Nebraska become the choice for you? Yeah, so um, I think a big deal is I, I, when I got off a plane there, I just, I don't know, it felt different. It just uh, felt like home and just, it just it's everything I, I, I always wanted but never had. You know what I mean, just Nebraska's so different, but I always like kind of wanted that lifestyle. It had been cool to grow up there. But, um, and then Bel Pellini, too. I just, uh, me and my family all, you know, liked him and the coaching staff and what they had. And, you know, they really struck my uh, my family off their feet when they came, came to, you know, for their uh, visit with me. And, and that was a big thing of why I chose Nebraska. But, yeah, just also the people and, you know, how great the tradition is in, in Nebraska football, especially the offensive linemen. And, yeah, that was, you know, that's was, that was mainly it. Hey, Nick, you mentioned uh, Bo. I know when you were there, uh, there was a coaching change. And um, you don't have to go into detail if you don't want to, but what was your decision? What led up to your uh, decide? What was the deciding factor for you? during the coaching change that you thought it would be best that you uh, just enter the NFL draft? Um, you know, I was just ready to get out of there, I think, and I just didn't want to go through another coach. And, uh, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't want to do all that. Um, I didn't want to start over. I was, you know, I just thought I was ready. Football really wasn't, like, I ain't going to lie, I wasn't really loving football too much at the time either. So I was like, hey, screw it, let's try to go and, you know, make some money out of it. And, 
you know, Kenny uh, was just telling me all the, what the, the scouts were saying and, you know, just gave me the information and uh, just kind of let me make a decision. But, uh, yeah, that was kind of the, one of the main reasons why. And I just didn't want to, you know, new coaching staff. Yeah. Um, looking, looking back on it, I know you and I had a lot of conversations about what you should do, what you should not do. Um, you know, I've won, I was one that was going to always have your back regardless of the decision you made. Um, you're in your fifth year now. Um, this is your now. You're with a new team. Do you look back on? Do you think you made the right decision, or do you think you know you know you, you should have stayed? One hundred percent made the right decision. When I made after that year, I did not think I made the right decision. But five five after finishing five years, it was the best thing I think I ever did for myself. Good. Well, I mean, you think about it. I mean, to to spend sixty percent of your your career as a starter. Even after that first year, that's impressive mm-hmm. along the way. What is it that you? Let me ask you this: What did you learn at Nebraska that helped you in the NFL? What's the thing that you learned that you picked up that you feel like you carry with you every every day, every practice, every game in the NFL? Um, I don't know if I learned it in Nebraska, but just the way I play, like my tough nose, like not don't give a crap attitude, like it doesn't matter who you are, type thing. Just playing like hard nose football, which I think is the way it's supposed to be played, and, like, talking crap and, you know, playing the echo of the whistle and things like that, which I think going to Nebraska kind of helped me, you know, get better at and, you know, do, I don't know, just watching the old offensive linemen there, all the good ones did that, and where, you know, you know, a bunch of good guys and went to work, and they were hard nose trying to finish people down the field and stuff, so I think that kind of helped me. That's probably the thing I picked up in Nebraska. Nick, can, can the offensive line here ever get back to that? Can they ever get back to that level of greatness? Not Even if we didn't say pipeline greatness, but greatness to where folks are proud of, of, of being from Nebraska and that there's a certain level of, of product in whoever comes from the University of Nebraska. Yeah, um, I don't know. Even when I was there, we weren't very good. Like, we had, we had <laughs> pieces never, I ain't going to lie. I mean, we just didn't. I don't know. We didn't win ball games. I think we won one year. I didn't even play merch. We won eight games that year, nine games, and then I think that next year we won six and or five, and one with a bowl game. We shouldn't even got in, and then uh, the next couple of years we were just four games and five. It was that. Sorry, it was it wasn't good. <laughs> um, but I know. I mean, you never know. I, I, you, you never know what the right coach can do, and you know, everybody uh, – thinks Rule could do it, but you know I think he can too. But we gotta you know see improve himself first and see what he can bring. I feel like Nebraska's been going through a lot of coaches, and it's always the next one's the the, the guy. And the next one, like, let him give him a year or two and see what he you know see what he's got and see what he's gonna do with the program. Nick, we had uh, Austin Allen and uh, Travis Volkolek on yesterday. I know Austin. I, I asked Austin a question: How was it when you got there, knowing that there was two us two former Huskers there? Did you lean on those guys? You know, what did you? Take from those guys that help you out, and he. What, what, when you got when you got Austin and you got Wandell, you know, what did you do anything different? Did you try to help them out, show them the ropes? Yeah, um, I was. I, I would have introduced myself first, you know, first day there, or I have to introduce myself to Austin. But what Wandell I did, and I went up to Austin was just you know talking to him, say, hey, if you need anything, I'm here to help. Like, I mean, we're two different positions, so I can't really help him too much when it comes to that, those aspects, but. Mm-hmm. You know, just just tell them if you needed to, you need help with anything, you need to ride anywhere, just things like that. that, you know, helps guys and kind of gives them, I don't know. So it's nice to be able to have, you know, people you know with the team when you first come in new. So, 
Nick, is there? But, yeah, I didn't do. T- I wouldn't say I did too much though. Just you know, <laughs> you know, introduce myself. No one, no one. You know, I told them they didn't need anything. They call me or whatever ride or mm-hmm. any recommendations, or anything or anything in the city questions at all. I'll, I'll help them out. I have to imagine they they leaned on him emotionally, just knowing that you had a big brother. Yeah, I, I know I would have. That's for sure. Nick, it it it's you went through as you said, an interesting time here, <laughs> and it wasn't what you wanted it to be. But is there a moment that sticks out in your mind as, you know what, That's that was my Nebraska football moment. That was my favorite time of being a Husker. Um, favorite times of being a Husker wasn't even like playing football. It was just being with all the dudes. And, like, I really remember, like, it was one the years we would, every summer, we'd go out to Cole Conrad's parents' lake house and it'd be the whole line would go and, um, I can say this now because we're all good. We'd all bring cases of beer and it'd be crazy. We'd have like 30, 40 cases of beer and we'd be drinking and stuff. It was, you know, having a keg and stuff. It was a good time. So those are the times I really quite like. I remember more than on field experiences and things like Just being with the guys. Hey, Nick. Nick. Hey, Nick. You can't be, what? You can't be saying you have cases of, of beer out the cold Conrad's house, man. Come on, man. Hey, we were all 21. Hey, we were 21. I, I know that, but. Come on now. Oh, that I love it. I, I love I every too. I do too. Nick, hey. I love every word you just said. Hey. I got one fond memory of you. Do you remember that personal foul call you got? Which one? I got a lot. I know. <laughs> the, the one where I had to talk you off the ledge from trying to just kill anybody that came within ten feet of you. Do you remember that one? Is that when Riley came and yelled at me or yeah, something like that? Yes, yes. Do you remember yeah, that I one? Think I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So. Or no, 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 no. I remember Cav. They took they took me out of the game. He took you out of the game. Exactly. Cave Cav pulled me off the field. I was fucking. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was livid. We caught I it. I was livid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's that's to be expected. Like that, those passionate moments where you go through and you because you care, and I I, I just remember Joe Gibbs saying, "I'd much rather ha- have a guy." Who, who gets angry about things not going the way they're supposed to go than the guy who's passive and accepts it. And I think Nebraska will be really good with having more of that in the program. Um, when you when you talk about your career to other people and they ask, if, if I asked you to scout yourself, why are you a good professional? What is it about Nick Gates that teams are going to want on their roster? I think I play the game the right way and just the way I go about my business every day. Um you know, I know how to do my job. I might not look the greatest every time, but, you know, I'm always going to be, you know, running down the field, trying to do, you know, just, you know, the tough nose, hard work, and, you know, that type of dude. That's who I am. Mean and nasty. That's what I remember. You See, did. that's what I, that was and the next question. And that's why he got pulled out of the game, because he finished the guy off and the ref threw, you know. Kenny, I'm going to ask you to describe Nick Gates. Give the scouting report on Nick Gates. The thing I, I Nick Gates came in as a freshman, and the, the best thing that happened for Nick Gates was he practiced against three NFL D linemen, Randy Gregory, yeah. Malik Collins, and Vincent Valentine. And I watched Nick Gates as a freshman. the fourth freshman. one should have been an NFL player too. Yes, and I watched Nick Gates never back down from any one of those guys. I said, that guy, that guy has a bright future. He has a, a bright future. Tough. You cannot coach toughness. You cannot coach meanness. And for, to watch him battle against those three guys every day, and not back down, I said, he's going to be good. And that's what we had back in the day. You had a guy like Nick Gates come in as a freshman, practice against the number one defense, and that made him better. Even when we were here, you had, yeah. you came in 
you practice against the best, good on good, and it made you better. So I watched him develop, and when it was time for him to make that decision, he he made the right decision. He was ready. Nick, of those guys you just mentioned, who was the guy that, that, that got your hair in a bunch? Who's the guy that really you knew, all right, when he put his hand, his fingers in the turf against you, you, you had to come to work? Um, I had to block Malik Collins a lot. So I got to say Malik. That man, I don't know, he, he is, he's quick and, and fast. Like he just, the way he moves, and he's just smooth. He's just super athletic and a big dude, too. I think he weighs like 305 pounds. Moving the way he's doing it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So he, he used to get the best of me. And then I remember vividly uh, Zaire Anderson. He was a middle linebacker that played for us, and he came down, and he would, he would, he would bring the hits sometimes, you know, we were pulling around and stuff. But, yeah, but definitely Lee Collins was the one that gave me the most trouble. So there's some days I wouldn't even be able to block him. <laughs> we're with uh, Nick Gates, Husker, and now with the Washington Commanders, and congratulations on that. Um, talking about those guys that are tough to line up against, in your in your years in the NFL, who's the toughest, who's the best that you had to line up against in, 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 a, in a game? Yeah, um, in a game, I've got to, I got to go with Fletcher Cox. I mean, Aaron Donald too, but he's he's good everywhere. Fletcher Cox is, he, even though he's, uh, yeah, he's he's just a good player, you know. Oh, every every you don't know when he's going to bring it or not. Like you never you know when he can pull out of his bag and what he can do. He just, he does everything so well. He he can finesse. He can his power. He just yeah, he's uh, Fletcher Cox. Hey, you mentioned Aaron Donald. Remember me texting you when he tried to pull your card? He tried to punk you, and I said, "Nice job, yeah. backing down from him." Remember that? Yeah, that's the I Nick, remember that, that one. Yeah, yeah that's, the Nick, <laughs> that's the Nick Gates I know. Well, yes, that, sir. well, that's reputa- a lot of that's reputation building as well, right? That that why a team from within the the NFC East would go and get somebody else's somebody else's dude. So you better believe that there's some guys on that Washington front line that had good things to say about Nick Gates, and that's got to be impressive going in. What are your thoughts? I mean. A new quarterback in Washington, Sam Howell. You guys played one game. Uh, Heineke's gone. Wentz is gone. Um, but they got a good running game. They got some running game and, and really good receivers. What's the expectation for you with this offense in Washington? Um, you know, I wish I come in and you know help the guys win some ball games. Is all I can do. You know what I mean? Go out there and do my job. And you know, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't got to meet the guy. I mean, I'm not some. I'm playing with someone, but I haven't got to meet the guys. Or, you know, get to know them or. I don't even really know what the offense is there yet. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I hope just you know come in like you know help us uh, win ball game. Is all, all I really can you know do. They got you. Where, where, where do you think they're going to put you? Center, guard, tackle. Which position do you think they're going to put you in? Uh, center. Center. I know you've played yeah, all three center. with the Giants, so that that major value, yeah. that major value go up. So right now they got you projected as a center. Yeah, what I'm thinking is going to happen. So that's yeah. what, I, what I like best. The center's, I think, my best position. Yep. Nick Washington's in a different place because they just released their offensive offensive line coach. Does that matter mm-hmm. to you? Does it affect you at all? No, I've never. Uh, I've talked to him sometimes after games and stuff. But other than that, I didn't really have a relationship with him. So it's kind of nice for me. I get a you know new guy, new. I'm, I'm new there. He'll be new there. Like you know, we'll be able to you know build a relationship together, which would be good. I think. I think it's like I said. I, I talked to some folks back in DC when the, when the announcement was made. Like, thank goodness that we're, we're we're actually building up front because that's that's the old, just like Nebraska. That's the old Washington way is to build up front and get get tough 
Andre guys, and there's a le- legacy of linemen there. The Hogs are there. It's a big deal in Washington. Linemen probably get more pull and more more pub in D.C. than they do any other NFL city. So they're waiting for you. <laughs> they're going to be excited. And if you are exactly who you've been, they are going to love you. They may – you know they may dub you with the with the hog nickname. Uh, how much how much familiarity do you have with the hogs? He's too um, no, but I, well, I, I'm giving him. I'm letting him know when he gets to DC and they start calling him a hog. Don't be mad. It's a compliment. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm used to that. That's fine. <laughs> That's what they called us in Nebraska. I'm pretty sure the hogs. Yeah. <laughs> Big mollies or what do they call the fat? Fat boys, you know they call us serving cows. You know, oh, man, it's good in DC. It's a, it's, it's actually a compliment. So, how often do you get back to, to Lincoln? Uh, I actually I try to get back to Nebraska at least once a year. I don't know if I get back to Lincoln every year, but I was just in Omaha last weekend. I think it was yeah, last weekend or two weekends ago. I was there visiting actually my buddy Cole Conrad. Uh, we had a couple beers this time too, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tell you um, what, hey Nick. Him. Next time you come yeah. to Lincoln, Coach and I will actually buy the beer, so you don't even oh, have to. He still owes me wings. Perfect. I look. He I, still he still owes, owes me. So he buys the wings, and we'll buy the beer. Bet. Sounds perfect. That sounds there like all right. Listen, Nick, I I know I I appreciate you making time uh, to come on and talk. I know the Husker fans are listening and they're happy to hear from you. And it gives them another jersey to go get, uh, another jersey to follow in the league. And it's good to know that you're still going to be in the league, Kenny. Hey, I appreciate yeah, you taking the time, bro. It. I know you got to get on that plane and get over to Washington. I, I'm I'm so proud of you. You know that. And, you know, I'm I'm going to back you 100. percent no, I appreciate that. Thank you. You've always been in my corner. So yep. You always supported me. You always believed in me from day one. So yep. I appreciate it. Yep. That's the good stuff. Nick Gates, thank you very much, kind sir. All right, guys. See you later. Thanks for having me on. Oh, good stuff, right? That I mean, you know, to, to, when you hear toughness being talked about, like that's the stuff that fans hope players are talking about and the verbiage that you hope that they use. But I think it gets lost sometimes. It's not just talk. The people that sing that thing actually matters too. Yes, not you know? not just smoke and mirrors. He, you know what I mean. He was a, again. He was a guy. Um, he was frustrated with the change, mm-hmm. um, new staff, but he never let that deter his play on the field. Well, you don't let somebody else steal your joy. Right, like the thing I, that I, works for you. And and I always try to tell them, don't let anybody get you out of your square. If they get you out of your square, they got you. Well, I mean, this has been the big story in the offseason for me. Like, we're days away from spring practice. We're days away from the first bit of show your work with, with Matt Rule and this coaching staff. The first bit of show your work with the new players because we've heard about them. We've seen them on tape. We've seen them on video. We've heard them speak. But we haven't seen any work. And at some point, You've got, like, I'm old school around teachers to tell you, you know, DP, show your work. Well, you're about four days from showing the work that's been done from December to March. It's not going to tell us how good we're going to be in September, but it's going to let you know where you stand. Are you progressing? Are you getting better? 
you can't fake the funk at, at spring practice. At some point, folks, you know, if you're injured, it's going to show up. People are going to talk about it. And then the other side of it, how how will the returning Huskers engage and accept and show within the new verbiage, the new work, the new scheme, the new voices? And then how the transfers have acclimated themselves in the space. Are they ahead of the old players? Are they behind? Uh, are they working at the new standard? And then we'll find out what that new standard is. Because mm-hmm. we're told that, hey, we're working hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny, how will we know that they've been working hard? What's gonna be? What's the thing you're gonna look for that tells you, you know what, they're working hard. I'm just gonna say two words: physical and toughness. That's. I want to see a physical, tough football team. Can can you see that? Early spring practice. No. Is that late spring practice? Is that spring game? Is that August? You'll see mid mid spring ball. Okay. Uh, hopefully, you see some in the spring game, but August is when it's it's time to to put up a shut up. I I just think all of this, like I said, we we, we get to, to to dance with the with all the verbiage mm-hmm. and the and the and the the glamour shots. Yep. You know that we see on 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 social media. That you've taken the thirty best seconds of a three hour workout, and that's supposed to tell me that the other. <laughs> two hours, 59 minutes, 30 seconds, didn't have pimples and no bruises. We actually get to see some consistency. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about that. We'll throw it a break. When we come back, Kenny, I'm going to ask you, what are the biggest stories? What are the things we're looking for the most out of spring practice? What are we looking for? We'll get that out. Bach, take us to break, bro. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.